What are you listening to? I got stuck on those. Um, <laughs> those Bollywood? Instagram reels, which is oh, kind of yeah. like being on TikTok. But TikTok. It's, mm-hmm. it's always like weird food things that come up on mine. And I can't figure out what they're doing or what it is. Like, mm. there's this one where this guy just scoops corn into this, like, <laughs> generator thing. And then it comes out, like, big corn puffs or something. And I don't know if mm-hmm. it's real or no. if it's some, like, trickery or if it's it's weird. The videos I get are weird. And they're all food. from diff- And it's all in a different language. Interesting. I think maybe my phone is just hacked or something. I don't know. And then, then I'm always mm-hmm. going, what are they? And then the caption will say, what are they doing? And I'm like, what are they doing? And I never find I out. I don't know. <laughs> Someone tell me. And then I go to the comments and it's all just people saying, what are they doing? <laughs> so I never get an it. answer. And this is why I don't sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd. Hi, and welcome back to Why Not? Oh, I know an Earth fangirl podcast. Hey, Casey. Hey, Anne. What you sipping? Uh, just a little bit of Crystal Light. <laughs> Out of a mug? I thought That's it was. We have. A, I thought it was warmed up or something. <laughs> no, we have um, the dishwasher going. Oh, yeah. And we're to that point in our lives where we only have a certain number of cups and glasses and things. I wanted, I've done that. And then they've all grown again. And I mm-hmm. want to do that again because I feel like if we didn't have so many, then mm-hmm. people would be forced to wash them in a timely mm-hmm. manner because there you would think. just be no more left. I last summer, not this past summer, but the summer prior, I think it was, I bought everyone a Tervis um, cups. Yeah. So everybody had their own. Dario has a Packer one. You know, Emmy has a puppy one, blah, 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 blah. I have a flamingo one. So the idea was only use that cup. God but damn it. using a mug. I don't see you with a Tervis right now. Obviously, because it's in the dishwasher. <laughs> oh, this is your backup cup. I know. My son gets. And it's totally Wisconsin, by the way. Oh, yeah. Menards. Big money at Menards. Non-spawn. <laughs> Yeah, my Carter gets like a new glass every time he gets a drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it it's, makes me crazy. Mm-hmm. So my next step is to put all the cups up further where they can't reach them, except for their turvis mugs. <laughs> <laughs> just like, as I drink out of a mug. I just like to want, <laughs> tried to go like this minimalist route in the kitchen. I was like, mm-hmm. we only need this, and just we only need this set of. Tupperware, which wasn't even Tupperware. It was all, I just turned it all into glass because it cleans better and it's better for you. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, who just keeps reusing Chinese takeout containers nonstop. <laughs> and this is their preferred <laughs> method of storing food in our refrigerator. And it drives me insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is part of the reason I had to take an edible today is because I'm spiraling out of control. Of oh, my no, it's only today. day two. It's only Tuesday. I have been home for a week already. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I made a grave mistake because I we've been off schedule and I haven't given my son his medication. No. So there's no way I can stop any of the noise that is happening in this house right now. No, you cannot. Good luck to us tonight. 
And he'll just I, be zooming by behind you. I just got to my threshold where I was like, I felt like I was having a heart attack. I just, mm-hmm. my eyes were bugging out. I couldn't take another <laughs> sound mm-hmm. because that's so I took an of, edible. So I had an edible. <laughs> it's starting to feel a little better. Got to, uh, this is a um, mild. It should be tied. Does, <laughs> does, does he do the screaming like yes. just out of the blue like just hey, out of the we blue the- it'll <sighs> be a screech mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. my son has adhd and he's on the spectrum mm-hmm. and the medication helps him focus obviously when he's at school so sometimes on big holidays we just miss a dose because it's too late in the day to take it because we're all mm-hmm. off our schedule mm-hmm. So a few days have gone by and I just realized it today. A few days? He is playing his video game, jumping on the trampoline, listening to TikToks and making cuckoo noises sporadically all at the same time. Does he sleep? Yeah, not as. Yeah, they sleep pretty well. Mm, Well, no, they don't. Who am I? They, like they don't keep me up anymore, but they're up. They're late. up. Yeah. Which is another part of the problem that like, I think mm-hmm. I've met. So every sound just all of a sudden was driving me crazy. Oh God. Yeah, like you're just trying to zone out. And then all of a sudden there's a screech and it just mm-hmm. nerve, like shatters mm-hmm. your yeah. nerves. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, which, you, yeah. Oh God, I know that. Just, and oh, you know how God, easily I, I startle, like mm-hmm. you can walk right up to me. And if I didn't see you coming, mm-hmm. In the daylight, I would flip out. Yeah. So I'll just be sitting there reading peacefully, like with a candle next to me, like I'm fucking mm-hmm. throw or something. And then all of a sudden, Meh. yeah. And it just and it's makes so my loud heart so stop. screechy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dario does the like, same thing. And then it's like, it'll be just as you got used to, like quiet again, all of a sudden yeah. loud again. And then the dogs were eating their kibble too. Like I knew I needed to do something because the dogs <laughs> were eating their food too loud. And oh, like, yeah. Stacy got some tea and she's slurping it. I'm like, who <gasps> slurps tea? Don't slurp. And I just Stacey. didn't even want to be by any of them anymore. No, so I was I like, I need to take care of this. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's going upstairs, going on upstairs. Finally, I'm like, jump in the shower and I'm gonna go podcast. and I texted you I'm like I just took an edible and then <laughs> I laid down with some meditation music on the bed I'm like I need <laughs> oh, to smart. reset my brain because it is I um spent two and a half hours last night until 12 30 at night on the phone with cat not Crimmins the other cat not cat Burrell, the other cat trying to get our flights for Urpapalooza. So oh, cat. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we finally got it squared away, but it was just like what did you do? Time zone math and like the options mm. were shit and it's like do you want to leave from this airport or this airport? We didn't mm-hmm. really want to leave from LAX, but turns out too bad to so sad. And just to clarify, tickets for Urpapalooza. Yes, plane tickets mm-hmm. for Urpapalooza. Mm-hmm. Um so what did you get? I got play tickets. I'm not walking. That's for sure. So we're going to take a red eye on Wednesday night. And then I think we can get into Columbus at like 10 a.m. ish. What are you going to do at 10 a.m.? Uh, go to breakfast. With your suitcases? Like, what are you going to we'll do? We'll just go to the hotel and they'll like store them or we'll just sit in the lobby and 
play games and hang out till other people show up. Other people okay. will be there earlier. But because okay. um, there are other choice. Oh, and we have a layover in O'Hare. Sure. I could pick you up on the I know, way. I was like, if it gets bad, we'll just have Casey get us. But you hopefully should be long past that by then. You're yeah. On your way. Um, but it was just like the or times. True. true could do. Yeah, someone, I'll hitchhike. Some herbers got to be going mm-hmm. that way. We'll just have a sign that's like Palooza or bust. Mm-hmm. And we'll just hitch it. It'll be, the weather should be fine. It should be fine. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> So we're just like, well, I don't want to do this. And I don't want too short of a layover because I don't want to have to run my ass yeah, through some giant our- airport and be yeah. panicky because I missed it. Mm-hmm. So we're like, yeah, yeah, same. You know, we're both on the same page with that. And then finally we like find the we're like, OK, fine, let's just do the red eye. We go to check out. And we're like, what if like all hell breaks loose, like what's the refund? Like, what's the cancellation oh, policy? Because like, uh-huh. they're like $500 for these tickets. Uh-huh. And um, and like, we're not doing anything fancy. We're like probably sitting on each other's lap with yeah. our luggage on our laps. Like, for sure. we don't uh-huh. have good seats. No. And um, you get some water sprinkled at you. Right. They're like, oh, just, of it. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> get one peanut if you're mm-hmm. lucky. <laughs> uh, and so we, so we go to do all this stuff. We like, we're trying by now we've been doing this for two and a half hours. We're trying to oh read my the God. print. We're like, do we get a refund or just a voucher? I don't want a voucher. I want a refund. Are like, you on zoom while you're doing no, this? No, we were just on the phone Oh, and our computers and like phones and stuff. And then okay. I'm like, well, oh, it says we can pay extra so that we can get the refund. Like travel insurance. It's something like that, but they didn't call it that. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, pro whatever mm. and then so then we go to click it and it disappears <gasps> like, well, what do you mean it's gone like it's not really an option it's on an uh, it's like an option on the first page but once you click to go to the next page it's not really an option anymore oh for god's sakes so then we're like well then let's try a different airline <laughs> so we're like okay well this airline will refund it but this airline is $700. Oh, no. But the other airline was saying, like, you could pay $100 extra for the refund. So now we're just only $100 more. Plus, you get free baggage. And the other airline charges you $70 for the bag. <gasps> so we're, we're only, like, $25 oh, yeah. more than, like, right. so now we're, like, okay. D- doesn't, like, doesn't have the flight we want. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> like. God damn. So then finally, like we go through all of this, we end up back at the original, one of the original, we were either going to leave at 530 in the morning or the red eye the night before. We're like, do you want to sleep? Do you want to be really early? Like, do you want to wake up really early or just stay up late and sleep on a plane? So we're like, let's mm-hmm. just stay up late, sleep on a plane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're leaving to get, you're flying together. Yeah. So <gasps> where are you both, leaving from? We're leaving Burbank? from LAX with Burbank was just like even harder unfortunately oh but so we're like we gotta do it i know we're like we gotta do it let's just bite the bullet whatever Uh so we do it we're like god this is a lot of money and then it's like i'm you know it's tuesday so now it's been x amount of time with my son not having meds like just oh god he's going out in the back (gasps) so he's going out in the background i'm trying to tell Mm -hmm. him to go to sleep it's still Mm -hmm. late i'm trying to concentrate on this he's Mm -hmm. i was like then i went to the grocery this is just me rambling now um then I went to the grocery store today and like, it's all, it's a little cuckoo again. 
like, cause I think it's because it's cold here. So like some of, like a lot of our produce isn't like, we don't have in like stock. lettuce and stuff. Yeah. So like the shelves oh, okay. look kind of like bare in produce Ooh. again. And then I was like, it just started spiraling because I was already thinking about like, I just booked this expensive plane ticket and mm-hmm. like, oh my God, look, shit's still crazy here. You can't get a COVID test to save your life. Duh, duh. So I was like, okay, I just need to calm the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> and I know how the grocery I can store do that. Anymore. Oh, I don't. I just do everything online. I know, but I was like, Ugh, it's literally... <laughs> At the end of my block, like and what, I and know. what I could walk. The- I didn't, but I could. <laughs> so then I feel bad. I mean, if I really, 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 really wanted that Snicker bar, I could. And my car was broken down. I live on a cul-de-sac. If the house at the end of my block wasn't there, I could go right to the store <laughs> from my block. That means nothing to me. I still would do pickup. <laughs> I don't want to walk around a grocery store anymore. That used to be cute and fun and everything. Oh, God, I'm over it. My mask is fogging up because I can't go without my glasses now. Uh, Why are things so hard? I don't know. How was your your trip to the Dells? Oh, for God's sakes, it was so fun. I'm so glad. And it was, I mean, there was its moments, but I'm not even going to talk about those because the good outweighs the challenging. But on Christmas Day, the best part of the whole trip was Christmas Day. They had an outdoor pool that was heated uh-huh. and the sun was shining and we were outside just swimming and doing, you know, handstands and all of so being it felt goofy like you whole... were actually like somewhere sunny. Like, yeah. And, like and the whole family, tropical. all the kids and Tracy and I, yeah, we're just swimming around. Tracy can get in the pool now and. Um, so it was, per- it was so nice. I was like, thank goodness we had this time. It's a Christmas like, miracle. It is a Christmas miracle. I mean, and then we were in the hotel and it was crazy ass fucking crazy, but, um, you know, and nobody slept the first night, especially Cora. She was up the whole night. Then the next day we went to the water parks from 10 AM to 10 PM. Bro- we just bro- took a short break for lunch back at it. Yeah. They slept so good that day. Oh. Swimming wears them out so well. Mm-hmm. And they ran the whole time. Yeah, it was fun. It was totally worth it. Oh, good. So mm-hmm. that's going to be your new tradition. Um, well, my family seems to have issue with that, but we'll see. Oh, your your parentals and stuff. Well, my parents are in Florida. That's not an issue. The other ones. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. They can always pop by. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll be at the poolside. Yeah. I mean, come on by. Sip in our we can get a condo next gin and time. juice. Just come on by. Mm-hmm. We're here drinking mojitos. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do? Right, exactly. So it's not your fun. job to make other people happy. It's not your job. Thank you. It's but I still job. that that still makes I me know feel guilty. this is just what I say. It's not mm-hmm. what I practice. <laughs> come Thank on. You. It's true story. <laughs> so what are we gonna talk about today? Did you watch a panel? I did. For the yeah. second time. For I the know. first time I listened to it. Oh, Second time I watched it. Oh, mm-hmm. well, this is good because there's, I mean, there's a bit of a difference doing that. It is. Yeah, it is. But it's, it is a bit of a difference. Like you can see people get emotional and everything. And uh, when you're listening to it, just kind of imagine, but. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to try to, this is like, I'm trying not to get like too excited because, you know, things are still weird, but like, this is our, this is going to be our countdown to Palooza. 
from not mm-hmm. like, let's try to find something to podcast about from here to Palooza. Mm-hmm. That's maybe got a little Palooza. Good Definitely little got some herb. Yeah. We're going to mm-hmm. get herpy with it. Um, like we've never <laughs> done that before. <laughs> New theme song coming at you. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, so you had mentioned what? You, we could. You just want new segments for everything, don't you? We could have a get herpy with it. Like. Na, 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 na. Get, get with jiggy it. with it. Yeah. Get herpy yeah. with it. Yeah. Look how cool we are in our snuggie and in our, our big sweatshirt. Snooties. You call yours a snuggie? <laughs> it is a snuggie. I come in a Look snooty. It's got arms and everything. It's just so cool. And our wearable blankets, man. So what happens when you tease your friend (laughs) for months about her big wearable blanket? She buys you one and then you put Mm -hmm. it on and you're like, this is amazing. (laughs) You didn't wash it, did you? No. I'll just drape it over my chair when I'm done. Oh, God, that looks so soft. It's so soft. And I don't even wear it. In the other room because I don't want the dogs to get up. Like if I sit on the couch next to Ooh. me, their hairs will be all nope. over it. Nope. Nope. But that's not has even nothing. the one you like. No. <laughs> the one. Is, Is that, that blue? But, yeah. The one that you put on Facebook? The one you like? You put her baby pictures on Facebook? It was the day she just that was it was like an anniversary. Of- what about the other? You have like seven other dogs. I have two other and a dogs. turtle. He's snapping for the winter. He's hibernating. He's <gasps> ruminating. Brum- something with a B. Outside? No, I bring him in. He's a bougie tortoise. Where Are you is kidding he? me? This desert tortoise doesn't even have to work a day in his life. Where is the tortoise? In my living room. He has his little hutch. And so he just sits there? He's under some towels and he just naps. Okay. I'm so sorry. You don't know about take a side track. Side, (laughs) just a side bar. They, he doesn't move all winter. How does he know when it's time to wake up? Here's the story. His name is Baldwin because he was found in Baldwin Park, Mm -hmm. and he's a California desert tortoise. Found? Somebody just let him go. Found. He probably. I don't know if he should have been there or not, but somehow he ended up at the tortoise rescue. So we applied to adopt. Stacy applied to adopt as a tortoise. That makes sense. Stacy is why we have three of our four pets. Because I had already knew Blue was coming before. Like I knew the pregnant mom. Like we were waiting for her to be born. I see what's happening now. Okay. So you was your decision. Uh, my the decision. other two, the other two were Stacy's. You couldn't care less about them. <laughs> they have nothing to do with that here's, decision. Here, here's the thing. She goes on petfinder.com and shit and the humane societies just to like window shop when we're not even on the market for a new pet. And then no. the next thing you freaking know, she's like sending me pictures of cute puppies. No, I have no willpower if there's like a puppy in my face. And then she says, yes, you do. No, no, it gets better. She said, look, it looks like a baby Ava. This is before Ava died. And I was like, Bubby's the best dog in the world. Mm -hmm. We got to have that dog. This is like two weeks before Christmas. 
And she's like, I'm just going to go look at it. So she gets there. She calls me and she's like, everybody wants these puppies. There's like a litter of six. There's a it lot was a of puppy puppy, a puppy puppy. You're crazy. Says there's and this is blue is still not like blue was maybe just born, I think, or like mm-hmm. do any day. So duck this dog. Ducky is a little older than blue. Oh, that's his name. Ducky. We didn't even know. Thank you. <laughs> it's Ducky. Anyway. She says, there's a lottery. So many people want this dog. I'm putting your name down because you always win at raffles. You have the lottery. Like, I'm lucky in raffles mm-hmm. and silent auctions and shit. It's weird. Mm-hmm. So she puts my name down. Sure shit. We win. And I'm like, no, Wait. that's not a win. That's a whole nother thing you have to feed and keep alive in your house. So she said, no animals should be in the shelter. During the holidays, there was a lottery. There would have been home with a different family <laughs> so, that actually liked them. They, everyone else in the house, I do love this dog. It's just not my favorite of three. And I said, You do realize the other dog is a sure thing, right? Like, we're waiting for like the dog of my dreams to come. I've always, like, I've always rescued dogs, always gotten shelter dogs. One time I wanted a purebred Australian cattle dog. She's like, yeah, yeah. So it was a whole thing. So we ended up like, we, she wanted this dog. Turns out this dog is a tiny dog. Never turned out to be a baby Ava. So we thought it was a corgi healer mix. She's like a rat terrier or something. Ew. She barks all the time. Yeah, yuck. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> no offense. To, she's delightful. She, she does is. her I'm best. Sure she she really tries. She really yeah, does. I'm sure she but does. But she had some big shoes to fill. Like Ava mm-hmm. was a sweet, sweet dog. Mm-hmm. so then anyway so then we end up with the, it's the whole thing anyway back to the tortoise he's really cool my question was how does he know what time it to wake up it's like a thing it's just like how do so he doesn't how, how long is he under the towels in your living room <laughs> a when week we first, three weeks when we first got him we couldn't let him hibernate because he had an injury before we got him yeah and so, so you were always sh- like bullet Wake up! Run a lap. Um, Don't close your eyes. So they didn't think he had eaten enough throughout the year to be prepared up to permeate. And then also, so we went through this tortoise rescue. You think a dog rescue people go through? You have to go through a lot of hoops to rescue a dog. This was bananas. She came to our house to do a site visit. She was like, where are you going to put him? You know, they're very strong. They can dig under things. They can do they this. Can? Yeah. And then she was like, this is not tall enough. He can climb out of here. This is not like blah, blah, blah enough. You have to do rebar on these cinder block walls because he can push the. the I am not even kidding. Turns out she was totally right about the whole thing because he has gotten out a few times and caused a lot of panic around here because they can climb. It's ridiculous. And they're faster than you think they are. And then the next thing you know, I can't find him. We used to bring him in every night because it got too cold. He's a bougie pampered tortoise. How do you bring him in? Isn't he mugged? Do you put he's him on not, a dolly? He's not mad. He's not massive. He's like a little bigger oh. than a dinner plate. Bigger, bigger than a bread box? He's smaller, smaller than, a bread, than box, a bread box, bigger okay. than dinner plate. Yeah. But he is really cool. He has a lot of personality. Okay. Can we back up? 
Okay. How do you know when it's time to wake up, Baldwin? Is there like because uh, it'll be warmer? No, it'll Was be it? warmer because like. So how long is he sleeping? It, until it starts to really warm up again. Okay. Sometimes we wake Why them is up. This conversation I don't so have it. It's, it's not like, like week. It's a not month. January first. It's like maybe two and a half, three months ish. And he doesn't eat. Sometimes he does. Well, what? Do you, how do you know when he's gonna? If he, because he'll start moving around in his box. Like if it gets too warm in the house. And that's another reason I need the snooty is I can't have it too warm in here. He'll think that it's a nice sunny day out and then he'll wake up. And if he's awake, it's off of him. And if he's awake, then he needs the the sunlight, the UV, whatever, because that's how they digest their food. He needs a heat lamp. He needs a UV lamp if he's not outside of Jesus. But usually was Baldwin. (laughs) Exactly. too much it's too much it's too much supposed to go on vacation he's actually fine he's easier than the dogs um but in the summer he just lives outside we don't need to bring him in because it's not cold at night he goes in his little burrow welcome to tortoise talk we got a lot of topics to cover like a shell (laughs) I'm fascinated. I never want a tortoise, but it's interesting that you have all the pets you could have. It's actually one of the easier ones, except they live a long time. It's like, you'll have have to to will it to the children. Yeah. I'm like, which one of you wants Baldwin? Fuck that. Bless you. Good. I'm so glad Baldwin and Ducky and the other one, unnamed third one is with you, but I couldn't, I couldn't bring another living thing into this house. Oh, are you kidding me? We don't have any plants. Because plants would be the easiest thing. I can't do plants. I just took a auto straddle quiz and it like showed a plant. You had to choose from which plant you think you would like to take care of or something. There was a really cool one. It wasn't one of those fiddlestick ones, but it was something curly. It looked really cool. Auto straddle? Mm-hmm. It's no, it's not a porn site. <laughs> <laughs> whatever one (laughs) that's a weird that's a weird um questionnaire to have on a porn (laughs) site you're just doing plant quizzes (laughs) oh christ now my phone's going don't make me start laughing because then i won't be able to stop (laughs) oh for fuck's sake you're all of a sudden you're never mind i don't like plants which plant do you think you are Google stop. All right, but first you have to unlock your device. Unlock your fucking face. (laughs) (laughs) Google stop. Sorry, I don't understand. Oh my god! Maybe just stop talking to her. There, she's done. (laughs) Is she? Is she really? Yeah, I know when she's done. Okay, so you had mentioned last week that you listened to the Ladies of Purgatory panel from Urpapalooza 2018, which was its inaugural, inaugural, (laughs) words be hard sometimes, man. Uh, It was their first year. (laughs) It's like when I try to spell diarrhea. I can't get it wrong a million times. I just scratch it up, put running poop. I tried too much. Okay. Diarrhea is a hard word. It I is. never get that. If I have to handwrite it, it's not going to. 
Uh, anyway, so it was its first year, and the panel had Emily, Megan Follows, Kat Burrell, and Dom PC, and it was moderated by Bonnie Farrar, who did mm-hmm. a really good job. From Tales of the Black Badge. Mm-hmm. This one yes. took place. This convention was uh, the weekend of October 12th, and it was in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And when I watched the video on YouTube to refresh my memory, mm-hmm. it had been viewed 102,000 times. Oh, for real? From the time I didn't even it was posted. It. Yeah, in 2018. So, I mean, like 11 people watched. Uh, all, well, all the- Repeatedly. <sighs> Redmonds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Just a over few people were interested in what they had to say. <laughs> <laughs> and I got confused because I know, I remember- obviously I had listened to it and I remember like the opening thing with the Coke zero and all that stuff. Well, it turns out I was watching the one from 2019 and I was like, wait a second. They didn't even put that whole thing in about the Coke zero and the champers and all that stuff. And I'm like, what is what? No, wait a second. This isn't it. And then I'm like, what am I talking about? How could there have been two, but there were one in 2018, one in 2019. So Bonnie had, um, this wasn't her first time moderating. She had done a, a panel or two at Acon, I guess, a few months prior. But I was just impressed at, by like how calm and collected she was. Because oh yeah, for sure, it's not an easy thing to do. I mean, talking mm-hmm. on a podcast is one thing, but like being up there in front of other people and with you know the cast that you are admire so impressed so by much. and admire mm-hmm. and you know kind of look up to mm-hmm. I mean it's got to be hard yeah and I was impressed totally I mm-hmm. thought they did a great job so yeah what did you think like um I took away quite a bit from this one mm-hmm. I never finished watching the 2019 to be very honest with you I just went to the 2018 when I realized I was watching the last the wrong one so um I really enjoyed the fact that they didn't just talk about the show. I mean, they talked about the show, obviously, but they talked about like Emily brought up a bunch of times, like, um, you know, how important it is to have strong female characters and, um, you know, all of these different kinds of like words of wisdom um, and how Kat brought up at one point, I know I'm skipping around, but Kat brought up at one point, um, you know, she didn't doesn't even feel like she deserves to be on the the panel and it's like oh my god of course you deserve to be on what are you talking about like and just about different roles that women have and what we have going on in our head and everything like that and um you know so it was really interesting interesting to hear it all that way and listening to it too the where it fits in historically it's 2018 and um all of season three would have already been aired. Mm-hmm. So it's in between. And so. now they didn't even start filming for, correct? It felt like they didn't. I don't think so. I I can't imagine based on, I think the last one would have aired. No, because they, no, because no, because there was a big gap. Right. Between when they got the show. Yeah, back. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. right, right. No, I don't so, even know no, why I'm hurting exigent. my brain. No, it's 2018. It's because they're high. <laughs> um, but I really love too how Bonnie, like right in the beginning, she asked Megan, how was it coming into Winona Earp ha- this far into the show when everybody has had these opportunities to create this bond and, you know, really 
play off one another and have these relationships. And she goes, it's fucking weird. (laughs) And then she, and then she like started talking about like her friend who was totally into Winona Earp. And then she decided to go for this character of Ma of Mama Earp. And, um, you know, she had to do the takes and do the, um, the, whatever, the filming thing that she did while she was on vacation. But then she um, went back and she was talking to her friend about like how much this show meant to her friend. And then she was able to see like the passion that the characters brought and the actors brought and, you know, all of these different relationships and stuff like that. And I can't imagine because their bond was so intense coming in from an, as an outsider with no background about the show other than really, you know, what she's heard and trying to fit in. And she did it seamlessly. Right. I mean, it was like she's she was an always actor, there. but at the same time, well, of it's course. Like they have that the, the bond you're talking about where they're all in mm-hmm. Calgary, Calgary for like months at a time. And it's like, mm-hmm. she doesn't have that, you know, she's coming in as, you know, I loved how she established family. Like, yeah. She, she went on quite a bit actually about like the person that she was talking to was talking about like the, you know, the stair or wait, it wasn't even the stairs yet at that point. It was the revenants and the gun and the, you know, all of this and the shooting and blah, blah, blah. And like, it went on and on and on and all these like ex- like extreme um, show lines and and stuff. And she's like, what the fuck? This is the weirdest thing ever, but it all fits. There's like no question about it. Like it was all fit. It all fits. And I think that kind of reminded me of like, when you were talking to me about the show, like trying to explain it all. I'm like, what do you know? And that's what she kept saying. She's like, this is so weird. No, you know? (laughs) And I'm like thinking to myself, you know what? A lot of people had that reaction I bet when they're trying to tell your friends and that's why I've kind of like even given up trying to tell my friends about it because I'm like I can't do it justice just watch it trying to talk about it yeah just watch it get past um the first three episodes and you're going to be hooked like just do it and that it kind of felt like that Megan was kind of saying that as well like she didn't know what the fuck she was in for but then she ended up loving it well I think too like we may as Erpers not do the best job selling the show sometimes because we're so Mm -mm. excited about it Mm -hmm. that it's like it's not condensed it's like well there's this and there's that and it's like you you feel like you have to recap every single element that's in the show Mm -hmm. whereas Mm -hmm. Emily just has like the elevator pitch down and it's like it's frozen meets justified and when it comes out of Emily's mouth it makes sense if I tried to just be like it's frozen meets justified people be like what are you what the fuck are you talking about yeah well and then me I do this stupid thing where I'm like Oh, well, okay. There's, you know, it's called Winona Herb and, 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 and I go on and on and on. I'm like, well, you know what? Forget it. You're not even going to like it. <laughs> it's like, I totally downplay it. And they're, and they're like, well, no, tell me about it. I'm like, well, there's this community and they're the Herpers and blah. just forget it. I mean, you're not even going to like it. <laughs> it's like, Casey, really? Well, <laughs> you should really be in PR. I know for... I should be right. It's like, Jesus, get it, get I, it together. I thought it was so interesting too how, and again, these panels are like 45 minutes long, mm-hmm. but just like jam packed and just only a few questions, uh-huh. but the answers they give are just so great. Yes. Uh, how Emily was saying that when they were, somebody had asked Megan, like what they auditioned to, what their scene was. Oh yeah, that's right. And Emily said that they basically have to write special side scenes that won't ever mm-hmm. actually be in the show because mm-hmm. herpers can find anything online. Yes. And if mm-hmm. they actually did a scene, we'd find it and like ruin the whole thing. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. We should just like 
therapists should start their own investigative agency where we pool our resources for being able to find things online and like find missing persons or something. Criminal minds. We could right. totally do it. We could just solve all the unsolved mysteries. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I liked how Me- Megan as well was talking about how Mama Earp was messy. Mm-hmm. She wasn't like the typical um, female character that you see because in her, in her experience, it was always, you know, did you fit the, did you fit the role of the housewife or did your, were your boobs big enough? Were you pretty enough? You know, all of these things where it was like mama Earp, she was, she was in a situation, right. you know, her life was messy and confusing and um, challenging. And it was like, that was, that was something that Megan was drawn to as well, because it wasn't this like traditional, um, you know, showcase of a woman that, that they were trying to always have. And, um, she had mentioned that like, it's a testament to Emily, you know, like props to Emily for writing these female characters that are, weren't the traditional female roles. I mean, my God, why Nona, you know, listening to her say that and, and real and listening to the others on the panel kind of, you know, say the same thing. And it's just like, it is, it's such this harsh, like, fucked up reality of what it's like for women in entertainment it's like mm-hmm. you've got to yeah you're playing a part but then it's just like there's also this additional added stress of like you know how they were talking about how men get to be this and get to be that and it's like, mm-hmm. we've seen it like over covid on the like some of the award shows where some of the men just are like literally in their bathrobe for the show but the women are like all gussied up mm-hmm. in evening gowns and he, the mm-hmm. dude's wearing a tracksuit like did right. you even try right like, it doesn't matter because you didn't have to try because you're a man no. like right exactly and god forbid a woman would show up like that you know like oh exactly yeah. she's given up she's given right. up exactly she's oh, definitely god, she must be depressed covid has finally gotten the best of her mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I well, like, and what? And Forgot so <laughs> I feel a little bit point <laughs> attacked here. Corner, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I like too how uh, Emily was kind of discussing what she thought the scene was that they had Mama um, audition to her, do mm-hmm. her self tape to. And she was saying how it was the camping trips storyline. <gasps> yes. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my God, that would have been such a great scene. Like, I mm-hmm. want that story where I she's know. like little Winona and she's teaching her about like mm-hmm. naked and afraid. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. And that I'd would watch that one. any day. Yes, absolutely. And then um, they went on to talk about like how Emily was really bold to write in that messy stuff and how, you know, even, um, Oh my gosh, was it Kevin and how Kevin represented, no, Jolene, sorry, represented all of these, you know, mental health struggles and everything like that. And then um, Dom playing that character so, so well and playing that part so, so well and really putting their heart into all of it and how, um, you know, Emily just kind of opened up the conversation about anxiety and grief and um, depression and guilt and all of this. And it was like, yeah, she really did. She really wrote those parts in so well and the open discussion, um, which is so important. Right. And I love too, how like Emily's so quick to like share the spotlight where she mm-hmm. like immediate was like, you know, shout out to Shelly Scarrow who mm-hmm. wrote that episode and like, 
yes. did such an amazing job. And it is like yeah. the, the whole Jolene uh, storyline just resonates with so many people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, absolutely. And th- like uh, when Emily starts going on about how, you know, she doesn't think she knows any women who think they're enough, but she <gasps> oh, just God. breaks down and uh-huh. it's like, we're all enough. And, you know, we all got guilt and, oh, she goes on about being here and staying. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we fight means the world to her. And, you mm-hmm. know, she's talking about people fighting for her show mm-hmm. and fighting for all the things that are right. And, mm-hmm. oh, I just, I yeah. love that about her. I like right off the bat, like one of my first comments of the of the whole panel is just like how f- fucking witty and quick Emily is. Mm-hmm. Like she's immediately oh God, she joking is, yeah. to Bonnie and like joking mm-hmm. about the champers, just like Mother Teresa. And yeah, <laughs> um, you know, just like handing out Coke Zero to people. Mm-hmm. And um, and then, you know, she can cuss but she is also just so eloquent and she can talk Mm -hmm. about things that are extremely emotional and Mm -hmm. you know you know she she apologizes but she's not like she's not apologetic you know what I mean like she Mm -hmm. said that like I'm sorry which is just like a natural response that we say so many times but it's like Mm -hmm. you know she's not sorry she's like giving everyone else the permission to like if you feel emotion overtaking you, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter where you are. If you're on a panel in front of 500 people, mm-hmm. go ahead and let your tears out. It's mm-hmm. totally fine. It doesn't yep. mean that, you know, you're not badass or that you're not good enough. Like it just like <laughs> you're being human. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just I, I love that about her that like she isn't afraid to say what's on her mind. It's also something that frightens me about her sometimes um, <laughs> because I have so much respect for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, uh, I think you would know right away if you upset her. Yeah, I think um, so too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to leave anything. About it. <laughs> so you're not going to wonder about anything. <laughs> no, no, you're going to know exactly. I liked how Megan said as well um, that it's an, it, she goes, she said something like, it's an interesting weapon that keeps us distracted on really how powerful we are. And if we're consumed about our problems and like, why am I not enough? And all of these things. And it's, it's consuming females or people in general about why can't, it, it's keeping you down. I'm not enough. Why aren't I enough? Why can't I do this? I'm so this, I'm so that. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. Right. It's so ridiculous. If you could just shove that all aside, we would be um, so, so powerful. Well, and we're not doctors, but it's your brain is such a powerful organ, Mm -hmm. but it's like, it's fucked up. Like it Mm -hmm. will convince you and trick you. And, you know, yeah, it does all these amazing things too, but it can really work against you in so many things. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I have generalized anxiety and it's like you, once it gets in there, like, it can, it just like takes hold away. if you let it. And it's like, mm-hmm. I, like I was talking about today, like I totally all of a sudden just felt myself. And I was like, holy fuck. Like mm-hmm. I can totally feel it in my chest. And then the next thing I knew I was like, just having the spiraling thoughts of like, okay, what if this happens? Okay. Then this is going to happen. Then what I'm going to do about mm-hmm. that. And, da, 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 da. and it's like, I totally needed to just like shift out of it. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise you're 
the next thing you know, like hours have passed. <laughs> You've mm-hmm. been down this spiral of anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> so absolutely. I needed a little medicinal help to do that. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with <laughs> no that either. In my game. <laughs> <laughs> and then they went into a whole question. Um, Bonnie asked, what would you tell your younger self? Ugh. And I thought those answers were really, really powerful. So good. Mm-hmm. And um, I had liked how Kat said that, you know, she opened up and said, I, I was an only child. So I was with the adults all the time. And she didn't give her, she didn't give herself. I don't think she said she, I don't think she said she wasn't given permission to, but she wasn't able to be just a kid right. and be silly and to, you know, really just do kid stuff. She was mm-hmm. always trying to, you know, she didn't have a choice. She hadn't, right. she was with the adults all the time. Then she brought that back at the end of the um, panel or toward the end of the panel, Emily started talking about drunk hot and how drunk hot is the funniest, you know, and, and Kat was like, yeah, that was me being silly. Like that was me finally being able to show my silly side. And she right. wants to be able to do that more. Mm-hmm. But it, and again, like the way the show has changed the way I watch television, that includes like the thought that I have regarding actors and their craft. I never mm-hmm. really, you know, the magic of television. I never really gave a ton of it a lot of thought. Mm-hmm. But uh, like what a gift that is for actors too to mm-hmm. be able to just like how you and I were joking about like last week about like just make up a story about yourself when people ask like, when are you going to get married or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, or small talk and um, like to be able to do that sometimes. Like Mm -hmm. I used to lie about what my job was when I did the dog daycare. Why? Because people wouldn't stop asking questions. about it. So like if I went to get my hair cut, I knew if I said what it was, it was like so new then, then it Mm -hmm. would just be this whole like, well, what do you mean? What do they do? How many Mm -hmm. dogs? And it's like, I don't want to go into it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But so, yeah. To like, What did you used to tell people? I don't even remember. I would make up like oh. the most boring, like wouldn't require a follow-up <laughs> question. I, um, <laughs> I'm free, a librarian. I put, together... I put books away. No way. Okay? That would be the worst. No way. I put, I put cardboard boxes together for mo- the gr- moving companies. <laughs> I don't remember, but I know I was just like, whatever. Um, but yeah, so that she, then she has like this job where she can like go to work, be a different person, mm-hmm. you know, create this like little fantasy land and mm-hmm. then go home, be who you are. Um, mm-hmm. I wonder if that's why she connects so well with people, with fans. You know, she's able to just kind of just let loose and have fun that she wasn't able to have as a as a kid. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're all so good at it, but uh, also like just hearing her say, you know, oh, I'm sitting here and I'm realizing how messed up it is that I'm even having the slightest thought of that. I don't belong here. Yeah. Feminist movement. And to hear each one of them who, you know, there's not a person up there on the panel that we don't look at in awe. Right. Mm -hmm. And like look up to, or just like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. I'm enamored by every, uh, you know, the way you can do this. And like, we see all these gifts they possess. And then to also hear that they don't always even see it in themselves. Mm -hmm. It just kind of brings it back down to like this. Yes, we have them up here on this stage and we kind of have them on a 
pedestal, if you will. But like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they still have all the hopes, dreams, and fears mm-hmm. that we have. And it just is yeah. another example of like, then you don't feel as alone in the world. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, did you see Emily after Kat had said that? Did you see Emily go behind? Dom and like tap cat and like go, rub her. You, are, you, I know. she goes, you do belong here. And cat like gave her um, an air kiss or whatever. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, she does. Why? Oh God. And then, and how- it's so easy to point that out in somebody else. Like, why would she say that? Why would she say that? You know, she does belong. But then, when it comes to ourselves, it's like, oh God, no, oh, yeah, you're, deserve- you're, <laughs> you're your harshest critic, right? Yeah, and, absolutely. And then, um, two and cats like you know, oh, I wish I would have traveled more. And Dom's like, you, but you can still travel. Like you can do that now. Mm-hmm. And Kat's like, well, I know, I know, I know, but I, and, and Dom's just like, but no, like trying to just immediately mm-hmm. interject and like, no, you have, you can do this. You've got mm-hmm. this. They're like so supportive of each other. And mm-hmm. it's just really nice to see that, you know, it's something that has been talked about at other panels and stuff. It's just that the environment that Emily creates by circling herself with people who Mm -hmm. are of this caliber and Mm -hmm. of this mindset. And it just really shows too. Mm -hmm. And Dom, how they said they had wished that um, they would have listened to their core more. They would have, they would have gotten out of their head and into their core and have the confidence to believe what their gut was telling them. Right. It's like, wow, that's hardcore. Right believe what your gut's saying, believe in, I was like, man, that's a good one. Well, and Emily just saying that, you know, all the things that she didn't like about herself back then are the things that have gotten her to where she is today. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, like being too loud or too short or too funny or too jokey or too stubborn Mm -hmm. are like, (laughs) those are all the things we love best, right? Right. Those are all the things that just make her so creative and, Uh you know, Uh Like, that was a good panel it was a good panel and at the end when they were talking about I think one of the um one of the guests had asked uh what was your favorite scene with Mel mm-hmm. and um so you know Dom had mentioned their favorite scene with Mel and then um you know uh Kat was mentioning um her favorite scene with Mel and it was kind of like they had, they had said, and they all collectively agreed on Mel being this lead, had this energy and this ability to just really lead everyone, not only the cast, but the crew, like everybody just loved her energy. And um, they were all able to kind of connect with her. And, and that was unfortunate that she wasn't on the panel because, you know, they said that she should have been there. But I don't know. It was just kind of like this really cool thing that they all talked. So not that they wouldn't have talked highly about her, but they all it was just from the heart, like just love her so much. And well, you could see how easy it was for them. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they had to like, Oh, um, hmm, her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just, right. And exactly. you could see their faces light up yeah. when they spoke about her. Absolutely. So it was really- good it's fun to see what would you at like okay I was I was thinking about the guests that were standing up and how brave they were to even stand up at that microphone and ask a Mm -hmm. question what if you had those that panel in front of you what would you have asked uh 
I keep on my phone, like a running list of things like you're in an elevator with Kat Burrell. You can ask this. Really? Or you're on a panel with Kat Burrell or you're on a really? one with Kat Burrell. Emily, like I keep a list. <laughs> like if you ever get to ask, I mean, it wouldn't be an elevator because that wouldn't be enough time. What would I have asked? Um, it's hard to ask now that I've like seen so many panels and I know like a lot of their answers to things. Mm-hmm. Who cares uh, about that though? Just like if you were there 2018, just finished three and you were, you know, I would ask, the show. I would ask more personal stuff. Like, where do you, where do you think that comes from? Like, mm. where did you get that strong self, that strong sense of self-worth? Like, mm-hmm. is that, you know, is that your mom? Is that your dad? Like, where, like, how do you, how did you get like that? Mm-hmm. You know, you, mm-hmm. you, you had mentioned, you know, everyone up there had struggles with anxiety and medications and da da da. Mm-hmm. It's like, what helped you get to that point? Yeah. Was it a mentor? Yeah. Was it a family member? Like, mm-hmm. was there a time when you felt that shift? Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a good question. That's a super good question. It's always fun to hear about, but by then, you know, they were in season three. So it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, you hear a lot of the questions and stuff like that, but I mean, they they could talk to me about gardening and I'd listen to it. I mean, right. It's all super, I I still don't get tired of Dom's natural voice like that. Yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. just so like, I remember the first time I heard them speak, not as Waverly. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what is happening what? right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. When when Megan whips out that quote from Nelson Mandela, oh my I was just god! Like, I got nothing. Like, if somebody wanted me to quote, like, yeah, I could not just pull up. It would be like something from Dr. Seuss, Winona, or I would just start reciting get low like it's yeah. just like how do people do um, that get low get low get low <laughs> from the windows <laughs> to the so walls <laughs> and it's like what i we have to, i have to get better about it i'm gonna I i'm know. gonna find a pocket like that? something memorize it and right. just be never i can't even remember a freaking knock knock joke i can't remember anything like, oh my gosh we're on the couch and then you whip out nelson right. mandela we're on the couch the other night and stacy looks at me it's her me and carter and she goes tell us a joke and i said what do you mean tell you a joke and she's like tell us a joke she's like trying to get Carter to open up more uh-huh. and I'm like that's not how jokes work and then Carter yeah. stops starts laughing I'm like see that's how a joke works <laughs> but I'm like jokes are like like small talk of humor like right. and she's like what do you mean and I was like I was just giving her so much because I've been anxious and stressed out apparently <laughs> but I was giving her so much shit like you can't just be like tell me a joke because I mean, but only some people some, can some and they can do it well. And it's mm-hmm. funny. But it's like, I guess what I was really trying to say was like, I'm not a joke. T- like, <laughs> I can be funny, not on command. <laughs> what I was really trying to say was stop surp- slipping, <laughs> slurping, your, slurping your damn teas. What I was slurping, really slurping. trying to say was when you want to talk to me, don't wait till I'm in earplugs and I'm laying yeah. down. Because <laughs> that's no talk zone. <laughs> What I'm really trying to say is I would like a different kind of staycation where (laughs) everyone is gone and it's just me right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, I was like, God, I gotta. Yeah. What would you? What would you have said? <gasps> what would like? Asked? What would you ask them? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have asked anything. I would never be able to get up in front of a microphone and to ask something. You would no. like. You would elbow me in the side and be like, "Go up there mm-hmm. and ask them this." One thousand percent. Then you'd be like, "No," and no. I'd be like, "Do it, no, and be like fine." And then I'd pinch you really hard. <laughs> And I'd be like, fine, I'll do it, but you owe me now. You're gonna buy me a rum and coke later for this. That's for sure. <laughs> and then it would be a really good question. And I'd be like, no, that was mine. <laughs> I actually my I question. told her to ask it. And I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I would ever. I can't even, I can't even imagine getting up in front of them and on a microphone and being like that's not true we've been did you know that tortoises (laughs) they sleep under blankets during the winter (laughs) (laughs) i would lose it Um, or i would start crying immediately no you wouldn't i'd be like you're so and desperation. No, I'm sorry. Tell you, you're my hero. You're everything I wish I could be. I could fly higher than an eagle. See, that's the other thing I would do. I would just start reciting any song lyric. I don't See, know you any can poems. Do that. Why can't you? You can do that, but you can't remember a quote. I don't know why. It's like part of my brain is broken. <laughs> I don't know why I can put a song into anything. The wind beneath my wings. (laughs) No, really, I can fly higher than an eagle. (laughs) (laughs) You are the wind beneath my wings. (laughs) Thank you very much. I'll be here all night. (laughs) Ship your waitresses to drink minimum. (laughs) Uh, And when they were talking about Jan, too initially how they wanted her to be Gus initially <gasps> that's crazy Mm-mm. I can't imagine her as Gus Gus was so I mean Gus was such a good Gus yeah and, Gus she, and Jan Gus. was just such a great bunny too well and it was funny when and Emily was talking about like Jan just let them do whatever like we're gonna put a cat on your butt okay yeah. we're gonna <laughs> all right there's another one I think it was was after season four how they were talking about you know when bunny came back and that um because jan lives out there and Mm -hmm. emily say like jan would just drive by on her days that she wasn't filming and she'd be like i'm just coming back from costco you guys want some muffins and some almond milk like just offering like just schlepping out there from her like in her snow boots and just hauling back from costco what do you guys need i love that I know. I love that. If you follow Jan on Instagram, mm-hmm. she lives like must be in the middle of nowhere and it's gorgeous. Like deer come up really? to her yard, bears, like she's the most fascinating Instagram. On Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll have to add her. Uh, have you watched her comedy show yet? Uh-uh. No. Oh, it's so good. It's so But you said it's funny. on Apple Pod or Apple iApple or Apple Tunes. No, Apple <laughs> Apple Pod. <laughs> what is it called? Apple Tunes. <laughs> Apple <laughs> Television. Apple TV. Is it called Apple TV? Apple TV. Yeah, that's I think it. it's Apple TV. Uh, no, it's on Hulu. Oh, it is. 
Look, yeah. I'm going to watch well, this. No, what I said to you originally was first it comes out in Canada. Oh. And then it comes to Hulu. So maybe when I first told you about it, it wasn't on Hulu yet. Because yeah, I could. Probably. <laughs> Did you just hear that? It was a t- one of the pterodactyl sounds. Uh-uh. There's like sometimes the screech is like their dinosaur. <laughs> maybe that was the turtle. No, I didn't say that. Um, but I can watch it with a VPN, but it's on Hulu now. A couple seasons okay. are on there. It's so funny. Okay. Yeah. It's like working moms-ish, but different story. Like okay. It's a really sweet story, but also just freaking hilarious. She's so she's so good at like physical comedy. and. Okay, good. Her, she has a podcast too, and that's pretty good too. <gasps> really? Yeah, not as funny. I mean, she's always funny, uh-huh. uh, but she just like, like some really profound stuff that I've been like, oh. I, when I would go hiking, I would listen to her and just be like, oh uh-huh. my God, this is like. She's got a good book. Like she's she can wow. do it all. Yeah, she's a real catch. She's single. She and, is. Yeah, and she dabbles in the ladies. So <gasps> there's hope. Oh God, tell me more. We could really whoop it up. But she lives way out in the country, and oh, yeah, and it's cold and there. So oh. anyway, I know. <clears throat> yeah, so I was pleased with the panel. Thank you for making me watch it. You're welcome. This like that panel is. Part of the reason I signed up for the con. I mean, that was like one of the things that just really pushed me to go to a con was just seeing that and the energy. Mm -hmm. And that was the reason I hounded you to watch the shows over and over again, because it's like the, the hopes of you feeling that and listening to that and like finding that energy in this community Mm -hmm. for me, finding that during the height of the lockdown was just like super life-changing because I just yeah. like, watched them over and over again and like hearing people like that that like you admire talking about their insecurities and baggage and that's like, major yeah and just that you are enough and it's like it, I, you've, the more you hear it the more you start to feel it for sure yeah. and I wasn't really sure on what to expect from a panel I thought it would just be people talking about their characters, right. which they did. I mean, they talked about their characters a little bit, but but it was so much deeper than that. And so much, um, you could connect so much, connect to so much of what they were saying. And yeah. it's like, yeah, okay. And, and you know, diff- I'm you know, going to guess pa- that panels aren't all like that, but. Right, the panels run the gamut of like, <clears throat> some will be funny and, you know, some will be more character, like show-based. It all depends on like, what the moderators ask or what the, mm-hmm. the audience asks. But yeah, it's just like, during that time, like I was going to say, I started to feel less, but actually like less alone or like less insecure or less whatever, but like less isn't even a good word. Like I started to feel more, you know, more secure, more like mm. confident, more, mm-hmm. I don't know, worthy. Just like Aww. they're like self-help gurus, I swear. They don't even yeah. know it. They don't even know it. So modest. Hmm. Just good I love folks. It. Good folks. Good folk. Yeah. What else you got? Um, I'm gonna sneeze. One and oh. second. Uh, eh. Totally ruined it. Sorry. <laughs> That's torturous. Look at the lights. Look up. No. It'll it's- it'll come back. It's over. Oh my god, I'm sorry. It's okay. It was close to an orgasm I was gonna have in year 2022, oh, but stop. what are you it. doing for New Year's? 
I'm having a panic attack as I do every single New Year's. I am not a fan of New Year's. I never have been. (laughs) Why do you say that? I've never been a fan of New Year's. Never once. Never, ever, ever. I hate New Year's. And I'm not saying I hate New Year's. I can't say I hate New Year's. That's a big word. But um, it makes me nervous. Mm -hmm. Makes me real nervous. Like Y2K nervous or like just like um, the unknown it, of the next year. Yes. What it's and looking back on the previous year and going, why didn't I f- do what I said I was going to do? Mm-hmm. Like I'm so crazy. I'm such a failure at whatever it was. And I thought I was said I was going to be a better mom and I was going to do more things with them and all of the stuff. And now look, <laughs> here we are. You know what I mean? Like, right. But the new year, new you, you're not going to do that. You're not going to be regretful. Okay. I'll put that down and I'll put Anxiety that down. Anxiety can't live in the present. I'll put that down you can on only de- live in the future and the past. I'll put that down on December 31st in my yeah. one line. Write a day. this down on December 31st. Write it down now. 2022. Or December 31st. <laughs> Write down. Anxiety can't live in the present. It can live in the future and it can live in the past, but it can't live in the present. What do you mean it can't live in the future? That's what anxiety is. You're worrying about the future. No, uh, what I mean is it. It can't live in the present. It I lives in the Nelson future. Nelson Mandela said, um, <laughs> do it now. Hey, what Abraham Lincoln said was, um, to the window. <laughs> I'm going to say that. If, oh, I'm not going to have a tombstone. I was going to say if I had a tombstone, <laughs> I wanted that on there. Um, if I go, if I go before you. Mm-hmm. You need to say at my Zoom funeral. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Wake. You have to incorporate that in there as an Easter egg somehow. I will. <laughs> no one will catch it. It'll be seamless. <laughs> I'll, well, I'll have put it on the prayer card. <laughs> all, the, all the words. <laughs> I want mine to be digital so my carbon footprint is less. I don't want oh, to print whatever. <laughs> I'll put it on recycled paper. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll put it on seed I, Nope, digital. I just want it to be like a barcode at the door. No, it's horrible. <laughs> no, I'm having a digital. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, New Year's, nothing. I'm doing nothing. And, and see, those, I feel as if I have to do something because my kids should love New Year's, but we have never celebrated. <laughs> they can have their own New Year's when they're older. Yeah, I suppose. I got some sparkling cider. Went mm-hmm. to op- I got I got sparkling cider for Christmas and for New Year's for them. Mm-hmm. I went to open it. It exploded all over my kitchen. Are you serious? And I didn't even lift it up from the counter. It was on the counter. I had to open the top with like, you know, like you open a beer. It was that kind of top? Just Martinelli's sparkling cider. Okay. Everywhere. Foamy. <gasps> Oh, I still haven't like I wiped it, but it's still sticky. I'm gonna have to deal with that. <laughs> the kitchen and it. Yeah, it was everywhere. Somebody pick up this goddamn <laughs> wipe up the cider. <laughs> and then I told Stacy, "I said go get get some champagne." She's like, "For what?" And I said, "You know, I like to have champagne. I have a cup of coffee, and then I switch to mimosas on Christmas mm-hmm. morning." I'm like, you know, I like mimosas on Christmas. Well, then she bought too much champagne. 
So now I'm just drinking champagne every day until it's gone. And then I'm wondering why I'm so tired the next day. And it's because oh I'm God. drinking champagne and staying up till 2 a.m. <laughs> reading Who are fanfic. you? Right? Marilyn Monroe? And then all of a sudden, 4 o'clock rolls around and I'm like, God, I'm so tired. I'm like, because <laughs> I headache. barely slept and my champagne high is wearing off. God. <laughs> So last week you had talked about that you went on medication for ADHD and that you were mm-hmm. diagnosed with ADHD finally, as uh, you finally. said, yeah. um, but it was such a long episode. I had to cut it out because we had a guest and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. How is it working now? It's been two weeks. One it's been two weeks. weeks. Yep. So um, here's what I'm finding. I, this morning, I'll give you an, I'll give you a, an example. This morning I get up. And I'm like, um, I'm sorry, yesterday morning, I get up and I sit down next to Tracy and I'm like, this is what we're going to have to do. And and can you believe this? And what if this, what if it, oh my God, is that Steve out there? He's snow blowing and he shouldn't be doing that. Like I was like all over the place, 400 different places at once. And then I realized, oh my God, this is how I was 24 hours a day, non unmedicated. Oh, but you could see it. What do you mean? Like you can, when it's you, you can still tap, like you can see it. Like you, you can, (laughs) Mm you know, like sometimes people don't know they're doing something or. No, that's the whole thing. I mean, that's where this all came from is that um, when Dario got diagnosed, I was, I started looking at all of that. Like, what does that mean? What is ADHD? What does that look like and everything? And then I started learning about how in females, it looks very different. Right. And young girls hardly are ever diagnosed because the doctors will chalk it up to something else. Like they're too, so- they're just really social. They're more social. They're blah, yeah, blah, whatever. Blah. They're a little flighty, whatever, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um, but it looks so different between boys and girls. And then, so then I started like doing research on how it looks in fe- like older women. And it's like, holy shit, that's me. I can't. I have a hundred thousand things going on in my head. I can't finish one thing before I start another. I'm, you know, like I, um, I'm completely overwhelmed all of the time. And when that happens, I shut off and I go into this other state of mind. And like, it was just everything that was being explained and everything I read about. I'm like, that is me. That is me. So even pre-medication, I was like noticing, like, this is what I'm doing. I'm spiraling or I'm, um, you know, eating and not even thinking about what I'm doing, or I'm like losing time. Like I'll zone out and completely lose time. Like all of these things. I'm like, oh, this is what's happening right now. This is what's going on in my head. And so I was sitting there with Tracy and I'm like, all over the place and trying to help Dario do this and Emmy do this and, you know, whatever. And like a hundred places at once and still trying to have a conversation and couldn't finish my thought. And I'm like, holy shit, this is what's happening right now. I'm going to take my medication right now and I'm going to see what happens. Mm-hmm. So I took my medication literally about an, <laughs> 45 minutes to an hour later. I was like, I can have one thought. Mm-hmm. I'm having one thought right now. Right. Like I told you when last week, when I told you I was at church with Emmy and it was the first, I think it was the first day or second day I was on the medication. Second day, I think it was. And I was sitting in church and it was quiet. I was only, it was me and somebody else sitting there. And um, I was looking at the 
looking at the front of the church and I was having no thought. <laughs> like my head was quiet. And I was like, holy shit. People's heads are this quiet. My head has never been quiet. I can have one thought. Listen to me thinking only about one thing. It was crazy. I came home and I was like, you'll never believe what happened. Like It was insane. And so when I took my medication, I was like, okay, now I can concentrate. Like now I can finish this task. Now I can come down to work and do what I'm supposed to do instead of being sidetracked by 13,000 other things. Mm. Last night I came down at, I don't know what time it was, eight o'clock into the bathroom down here. And I fucking scrubbed the bathroom from top to bottom, vacuumed crevices, took everything (laughs) out of drawers, put old crap away, reset everything. Tracy's like, what are you doing down there? And I'm like, Dude, I'm cleaning the bathroom. She's like, what are you fucking remodeling it? What's happening? I'm like, taking it down to the studs. What's happening? (laughs) But, and then I got done and I'm like, that is the first time in forever that I've been able to start something, follow it through in a timely manner and be done, clean everything up, take the garbage out. Like it's insanity. Yeah. It is life-changing. It's got to be. I, I live just, with three people who have that diagnosis in different, like different degrees. Like mm-hmm. <clears throat> the spectrum thing throws his, like it, you know, they all present very differently. But mm-hmm. one of the number one things that I have anxiety over is time. Mm-hmm. Like I have time anxiety mm-hmm. and they are time loser because of their inability to always mm-hmm. focus they are time vampires, which mm-hmm. is like one of the biggest things for me to manage my anxiety over is because mm-hmm. like, I need to be on time. I don't like to be like stressing out about time. I always know like exactly how much time I'm always aware of time. I know mm-hmm. how much time I have left in the day. Like mm-hmm. I'm a task master, right? Mm-hmm. These bozos, like you know, they'll put things in the toaster for too long and they'll burn it. And I'm like, there goes another grilled cheese sandwich Mm -hmm. or toast Mm -hmm. cheese sandwich. Like Mm -hmm. how many of these are we going to do before you realize? And I know, Mm -hmm. I know in my brain that like Mm -hmm. that, but it doesn't make it any easier because my anxiety about it is like, like they're time vampires and I cannot stand being late or waiting for like, I cannot wait to Sorry save about my that. life, but I'm so glad you're medicated before Palooza. Cause that'll be easy. <laughs> Even the day that we were leaving for vacation, like, okay, Tracy had done all the laundry. So that was all done, but I had, my job was to pack. So I was able to like go, okay, here, this is what's, here's this pile, this pile, this pile, Cora, I need you to do this. Dario, I need you to do this. Emmy, do this, blah, 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 blah. Here we are. And then Tracy would be like, can I get the, did you put the, in the thing in the stuff? I'm like, get out of my face. I got this. You know, on task right now. (laughs) And then we left on time. It was like mind blowing. I was like, did you like that back there? That was sexy, right? Like I got it all done. (laughs) Pop another pill. I can do that all day now. (laughs) 
<laughs> but when I was having, you know, when I was going through the process and talking to doctors and everything like that, one of them was like, I had to do this test about, is it, you know, where on the scale of whatever, where's anxiety, where's ADHD. So that's what they were figuring out. And my anxiety was actually higher than my ADHD scores. And I said to them, I'm like, this is, I don't believe this because my anxiety is coming from everything. One is because of the other. Right. Right. So no shit. My anxiety is high because I don't have anything else under control, you know? And they're like, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it is night and day and thank God I went the route I did because in, I'm not even going to go on about it, but I will say this, that in today's fucking mental health crisis that our country is in, I wasn't even going to be able to see or talk to anybody until mid 2022. There's absolutely no way that I, and this journey started a long time ago. I was going to say, and it's like, there's that part of it too, where it's like, by the time people reach out. Like it takes mm-hmm. all these factors for people mm-hmm. many times to finally reach out, right? Mm-hmm. Like you've either had a crisis or like you feel like you're at your wit's end or what, like mm-hmm. there's this tipping point that makes people be like, okay, I'm going to do something. Mm-hmm. And so there's all that buildup, which could be, it's different for everyone. It could be two weeks and you're like the individual who's like, I got to get help. Mm-hmm. Or it could be 15 years or it could be, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know, but so whatever it is, there's this amount of time and it's usually a lot. And then people ask for the help and then mm-hmm. there's not always help. Well, and that's exactly what happened to me. I mean, I went forever. Just, I always have put everybody in front of myself. I put my kids, Tracy, my family, everybody in front of myself, knowing I need help, right. knowing I need help, knowing I need help, but I've never reached out for help because it, in my head, I wasn't worth it. Like, I have to take care of everybody else. There's, I'm not, my mental health is not, I, I, I'll figure it out. You right, know? Back burner. So finally I went to my primary care and I was like, I literally had two pieces of paper typed out. This is why I think this is what's going on with me. This is why I think ADHD is something I need to look into. Mm-hmm. She looked at it and was like, skimmed it over. And I'm crying because I'm, it took me literally like eight appointments to make and cancel before I actually got there because I was so ridiculous about it. In between working two jobs, having two children, caring for a spouse during a pandemic, like (laughs) it it. took a lot for you to get there. Yeah. And so she skimmed it over and then she like made a joke about something that I had written in there. Oh, I do that too. (laughs) And I was like, okay. And she goes, well, you know, it's pretty obvious that you have ADHD, but I have to, you know, I have to send you over to behavioral health. I'm like, okay, I understand that. I got that. Okay. I, you, you're not the end all be all here for mental health. Thank goodness. Cause you're kind of a B word. And so she goes here, it's the phone number for behavioral health. I'll send over, uh, um, a thing, say whatever that's called a reference, not a reference, referral. a referral. And, um, so I am like, okay. So I go down in my car, call right away from my car. And they literally said, oh, we're not even making appointments right now. We're so booked out into 2022 that we're, we'll, you'll have to just go on a waiting list. I was like, what? Right. Uh, no. Do you know what it took for me to get to this fucking spot right here? <laughs> like it took everything. And now you're telling me I have to wait six months plus at that point, it was way more than six months, but it was like, are you kidding me? So I don't know. I think that we just have to, I honestly believe that so many people struggle with mental health in some form or fashion, and we just have to be 
honest about it and putting ourselves ahead of, you know, it's okay to put myself first sometimes. And it's not okay. It's necessary. Like, right. It's like, you have to put on your oxygen mask first, Mm -hmm. because if you're not okay, who's going to do all that other stuff? Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and like, that's also modeling. And I know it's so easy to say, and it's harder to do, but that's, that's part of the whole mindset, right? Is like getting into the practice. Like today Mm -hmm. when I was spiraling and I say spiraling, it was mild, but it was like, I can feel, I can sense when the anxiety is Mm -hmm. coming now and I can head it off before it gets too out of control. Right. But Mm -hmm. so like today I was like, okay, an elephant is on my chest. Okay. I can't stop thinking about all the what ifs in the world right Mm -hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, you're going to do this. You're going to do this. And you're just like, I went and I laid down and I put on like meditative music and just mm-hmm. like brought myself back out of it. But it's like, you have to give yourself permission to do that mm-hmm. because it's like, so-and-so wants another grilled cheese sandwich. So-and-so's freaking Xbox oh. keeps freezing up. Mm-hmm. And that was another thing was like, when I'm like, I'm home with them all day and I'm used to being at work. And it's like, Mm -hmm. even though it's work, like you still have these breaks and Mm -hmm. so it's like that finally just the holiday come down, I think. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, if one more freaking person asks me to do or fix something for them, I'm going to lose my ever loving mind. Mm -hmm. I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, we've, we've hit a brick wall here. Let's just go take a break. Mm -hmm. And I think that even circles back to everything that was just said in the panel that we watched, you know, like we are powerful. We just have to give ourselves the power, you know, and we are, no matter what, we're okay. It's okay that we struggle with these things. We're still really important people, you know, and talented and loving and worth getting well. Well, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's just like that self-love and that self-compassion. Like mm-hmm. you, we treat ourselves the way we would never treat somebody else. Oh, absolutely. You know, like we would never deny somebody else so many of the things we deny ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's another reason why I'm going to pe- like conventions. Like I've never like done something like this for mm-hmm. myself or by myself. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. next year I'm going to this and I'm going to this. and I'm going to do this. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm doing these, that's why podcasting became such a big thing for me. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. I'm doing things that bring me joy. Like mm-hmm. everybody else is doing their Xbox or doing their sports or like mm-hmm. doing the things that they want to do. Mm-hmm. I can find time to do the things that I want to do too. I remember having some really bad days and you would tell me that like, this is, you have to find, do things that make give you joy. And I'm like, but, and I literally say say this in my brain. I still do. It's, it's a challenge all the time. Like, but I don't, I, it's okay. I mean, I don't need to do that. I don't, you know what? I take away so much time from my family doing something I want to do. That's not fair to them or whatever. Like there's always this running dialogue in my head that, oh, you're just not really worth it. It's everybody else is way more important than you and what their feelings are more important to you. And, and really that's one of the reasons why I decided to go to the con with you was that it was like, you had said, no, you, you, get to have this time. You get to do something you like. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. (laughs) You know, like, yeah, I do get to do this. The point of growing up isn't like, so that like you stop doing the things you want to do and just do things for everyone else. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you're robbing your children of like 
getting the best representation of you too, Mm -hmm. because you can't show up for them at the end of the day Mm -hmm. when your tanks are on zero, because then you you're there, but you're not giving them your best self. But like, Mm -hmm. if you, they're coming fresh off of you doing something that brings you confidence and joy and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, then it's like, oh, that's a different, that's a different version of my mom. I, you know, mm-hmm. like you were saying, you like what I just did back there, that's mm-hmm. sexy, right? It's like, that's like the version. Um, and it's not always easy to do. Like you no. said, like, I, I need to get back into like when I was spiraling today, I was like, I need to get back into the meditation. I need to get back into the breath work. Like mm-hmm. I haven't done that in a while. Um, and it was just hard too. Cause it's like, this is my second week of being off. Mm-hmm. And while that seems great, like I'm a go, go, go person. Mm -hmm. So it's like not having my schedule and not having like, which is okay. Like people are, but like for me, like, I don't know what to do with myself. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden six hours has passed and I'm like, what did I do today? Mm -hmm. And then I get anxious because I'm like, (sighs) but I didn't do anything. Like I didn't. I have two weeks off. I should have done this. Like mm-hmm. it's a time, like it's again, like the time anxiety of like how I use my time. Have mm-hmm. I utilized it wisely? We only get a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you like dwindled it down to zero mm-hmm. for nothing? Like, did you do this? Like, okay, to me, editing a podcast is productive or doing a podcast is productive or like doing like, like I'm so errand driven, like mm-hmm. checkbox, like, so like to have downtime is a little spiraling for me. Yeah. To no, I get it. Be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I feel guilty and bad yep. that I didn't the guilt. Do. And the other yep. thing too, is like my first three days off, like every like night before we'd go to bed, Stacey would be like, what are your plans for tomorrow? And I just kept thinking like, am I supposed to have plans? Like, mm-hmm. and then I feel that even though like, she's just probably curious about what I'm like, what are you going to do tomorrow? Mm-hmm. I internalize that as you better do something productive. Don't just oh like, God, yes. you have a day off, don't waste it. Yes, And that's not what they're saying, but I'm like, I don't always give myself that permission to mm-hmm. like, literally do nothing. Tracy asks me that, like, what are your plans for today? I'm like, I get so mad. And then I'm I like, get defensive. Like, yeah, I'm like, well, what, what are my plans? What did you want me to do? do some, whatever I was wanted to do, like right. clean this or clean that. Cause God forbid I do something for myself. But you know what I mean? Like I, I, and it, I never ask her like, what are your plans for today? Are you just going to sit there all day and watch, you know? Right. Um, but CSI? then when she does something, I'll be like, oh, I didn't know you were going to do that. Oh, uh, all right. So we can watch another panel next week. And yes, please. Let's see if we have enough Palooza panels to get us through. Oh, to Palooza. We're Tapalooza, like, yeah. like we're less than three months away. Like ninety. Are we still in the nineties? Ninety mm-hmm. something days. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's like 12, 13 episodes. We got this. Sure, we've got it. So yeah, so we have gotten quite a few Spotify's. I think we're at like fifty-four or five stars oh. or something like that. Oh my gosh! Wow! So thank you so thank much. You. I know it wasn't easy, but um, we <laughs> totally appreciate it because it helps us get up there in the charts and That's people really nice. maybe see us who haven't heard of us before, which is mm-hmm. always kind of fun to hear new listeners. But um, 
thanks for coming along with us. It's this is our mm-hmm. last one of 2021. Oh God. Let's so <laughs> so next <laughs> year is when we'll be doing our next episode. So that's weird. Um yeah, it'll be 2022. See you next year. But yeah, we love hearing from you. You can do that uh, through voicemail by going to whynot.com and leaving us a voicemail, or you can email us through the website or directly at whynotpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us both on Twitter. You can find me at whynotp. Where can they find you, Casey? Why not underscore C? No, that's not it. <laughs> Why not? Ah! This is my favorite part of each episode. God damn it. What? Why not P underscore Casey? There you go. <laughs> and if you'd like to leave us uh, any physical mail. Oh, my gosh. Physical mail. I have to talk about that. Yeah. Wait. Physical mail. You can do that by uh, sending us mail to Why Not Podcast, P.O. Box 6732, Burbank, California, 91505. I checked my mailbox today, which I yeah. don't check very often. And there's a handful of herpers who have my physical, physical address, mailbox. Right? Uh-huh. One of them is Kay from Canada because uh-huh. I've purchased several of the Welcome Home signs Aww. through K for uh-huh. friends, for you, for myself. Uh-huh. Um, and also K and I run in the same social circles. So there's a little bit of like address trading going on behind the scenes where okay. if I want to surprise so-and-so, I'll be like, okay, so-and-so has their address, right? Anyway, I don't know when it came, but I checked my mail today and mm-hmm. I have a huge mailbox, like packages can go in there and everything. And mm-hmm. Unless it's good mail, I don't usually check the mailbox very often. Mm-hmm. I said, go there today. And I see a package. And I'm like, I don't remember ordering. I thought I got all my candles and stuff, which I've ordered more candles. Oh, for God's sake. I know. They were even more on sale. And I can't stop this one scent. is mm-hmm. insane. I just want to pour it all over my body. What is it? So the flannel? Good. No, it's called. Grey Goose. Grace walk, Gardens. Walk in the woods. It is. Walk in the woods. Fucking amazing. If I could drink hmm. it, I would. Zoe came Does in the other day and she green? goes, are you baking something? And I was like, no. And she's like, something smells delightful. I'm like, oh, maybe it's this candle. It's like earthy and cinnamony and like, but not overpowering. Mm-hmm. So good. But I don't want you all to buy it because then I won't, it'll be sold out. Then There's only 11 of us. Okay. It it's called Walk in the Woods. Anyway, I get the package. And I see that it's from Kay. Oh, because yeah. it's from where she lives. And I'm like, don't tell me this is what I think it is. What is it? Don't tell me it's what I think it is. What is it? Hang on. Ooh. Is this the most gorgeous thing you've ever laid eyes on? Is it cross stitched? Yeah. She does wow. this. Wow. She How made talented. This. Insanely talented. So unique. So like. Oh my God. I love it. Isn't it beautiful? It's like, yeah, that's really pretty it's delicate, mm-hmm. but like, like sharp and cross stitch on that. It's fabric. like the lines aren't tight. They're like, it's like a sketch, but in cross but stitch thread, it's not cross stitch, but yeah, it's whatever this needle point is this needle point. Uh, needle point. I don't mm-hmm. know what this is called. 
and it's like a silhouette. Mm-hmm. It is so it's really gorgeous. pretty, and it's hot, which is just like mm-hmm. gorgeous. Upon it's a gorgeous representation mm-hmm. of a gorgeous creature. That's really cool. I, That's really I cool. I got tears in my eyes when I opened it because I know oh. she's been making these. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got one of like Doc and Hot. I think she. I don't remember who else she's done, but I've seen mm-hmm. her doc one. It was just so unexpected That's for her to send so me that. That's so nice. Was just like, this is the kindest thing ever. Oh, God. And then um, I got a holiday card from Nedley's office with this really oh. sweet note from Jill. And it was just like, That's so sweet. So yeah. nice. Very so cool. Thank you so much to everyone. And uh, we'll. I guess we'll see you next year. See you next year. (laughs) Bye. Okay, bye.